let's be great Let nothing get up in your way Starts right now, I mean today Go all out and don't delay Yeah, yeah, dedication Wealth and health ain't no mistaking Ay, Greatness is a lifelong journey Not a destination Lonzy Power the third He's here to help you, yeah that's true Talking development, talking investment Grow to be the best version of you Let's be great, time to see success You can tell the competition that you up next I know the haters are probably gonna be upset Cause we about to level up, homie we ain't done yet Let's go Wanna be the best and you ain't never settling Just need the information, you ready to give you everything uh, I got the connection you all deserve This is Lonzy, power the third This is for everyone, I mean all us You ready to win and I know you ready to boss up You ain't got a delay, weekend or weekday Ain't nothing stopping you, it's time to be great Let's be great, Hey, Let's be great It's time to see success Let's be great What's going on, guys? Welcome to another great episode of the Let's Be Great podcast. I have a returning guest by the name of Dr. G. Dr. G, welcome back. Hey, man. Thank you for inviting me again, man. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, man, I had to get you back on um, because the guest I had prior, we was talking about something that I, that really like resonated with me, and I thought you would be like the perfect person to talk about it. Okay. Um, yeah, and it, and it's just um, encouraging kids to be successful outside of sports and entertainment because, as we both you know know, we grow up and that's like kind of thrown in our face. You know, in order to be successful, you got to play sports or be entertained. Mm-hmm. And being that you're in that field of educating, inspiring kids, I wanted to get your input on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in, um, well, one, I just want to say that I don't think that sports is a, is a negative uh, goal to obtain, obviously. Um, you know, there's so much you can learn from sports. Um, one of the things, how to be a team player, um, how to, uh, to like actually learn how to practice to get better at something, right? Mm-hmm. Um and it teaches you discipline. Uh, I, I mentioned teamwork and it gives you structure. Um, but one of the things that, you know, for example, in basketball, a kid that is uh, interested in playing basketball learns how to, you know, work with a team. Uh, if you, if we, when you look at track and field, you have a, you have a, a hundred meter runner and then you have a shot putter. They're both part of that team. And they both have their own individual goals as it relates to that, right? And mm-hmm. then when that 100-meter uh, runner wins that race, he gets 10 points. If that shot putter wins his event, that's 10 points. So put together, that's 20 points for that entire team. So there's some benefits in being able to, like, uh, to be part of uh, a, a team and have those feelings and aspirations. So there's nothing wrong with having that. Mm-hmm. It's just I think the, the problem is um, – is we're competing, you know, I work in the educational sector. We're competing with uh, what our kids see on a day-to-day um, basis, what they're exposed to. And I think the key thing is exposure. Our mm-hmm. students are uh, exposed to social media, 
they're exposed to the television, the things that they see on TV. And nine times out of 10, it will be an entertainer that's, uh, that they see as someone um, that is successful, that, that can make it, uh, uh, or, and then they aspire to try to make it based off of what they see, right? Um, mm-hmm. And because they're not exposed to a variety of things, they may not realize that um, there's other areas where you can become successful. And I think that's the that's the biggest key is like, what are they exposed to? Yeah. And for the most part, a lot of our kids are exposed only to entertainers. And that's what drives them each and every day to want to become an entertainer. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> how can we go about like changing the narrative? Like you say, I, I don't think it's nothing bad. I played sports my whole life from basketball, football, uh, baseball, powerlift all of that but that was because of my exposure mm-hmm. and i'm not saying it's bad but once that kind of ended i was kind of lost like man like what's next like what is my purpose so i wanted to see how can we connect our purpose with with schooling because a lot of kids don't even feel like school is important yeah and and, and, and so with you being in that field i'm quite sure you probably have you know a great opinion on how we can connect our purpose with school yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, and you, and you're and you're hitting a lot of good points. Uh, um, and this is why I think a lot of our kids need to understand what success looks like. Uh, when we look at the percentages of how many, uh, uh, let's say we set the bar at a million dollars to become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. If we look at how many millionaires are entertainers or sports um, sports athletes. Um, you will see that only 2% of our population of millionaires, okay, mm-hmm. are athletes or entertainers. And if you look at it again and you look at the numbers, about 80% of them are self-made. Um, mm-hmm. 80% of our millionaires are self-made. So, um, and it's not coming from trades. Like a lot of people think that it comes from uh, uh, you know, trades that you're doing or or, or vice versa but or what to call it working in business or something like that mm-hmm. there's a variety of ways you can make a million and one of the uh, things that there's a book called millionaire next door they talk Ooh. about yes sir <laughs> about how there are so many millionaires that didn't get a college degree there mm-hmm. are so many millionaires that didn't use their college degree to make the millions you got people that most of the millionaires are laborers people that uh work with their hands um, you know, automotive that started their business and then they expanded that business into um, something that created millions for them. Um, then you have uh, people that are doctors that are self-made, right? You know, they uh, they want to open up their own, um, you know, practice, whether they're lawyers and they open up their own practices and they want to become millionaires after that. So there's a variety of different ways you can um, become a millionaire and doesn't have to mean that you have to um, obtain a college degree, but, but however, you can gain so much experiences with with the with atta- um, obtaining certain degrees or certifications. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next question is: So, do you think the school system is failing us as a whole, especially the the black community, when it comes to education? Because, to be honest with you, that that same book you just uh, stated. I listened to the audio version. I listened to Dennis Cambro, 
uh, the wealth choice. And a lot of the people that's like very successful and have obtained, um, I guess, lots of money, we'll say, a lot of them didn't have a degree. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to get your opinion on that. Do you think it's the school system that's kind of putting us in the box to where we can't reach our fullest potential or you just think um, it's, it's the individual? It's, it's, um, I think our school system don't teach, uh, our students how to, um, gain wealth. I think that's mm. the biggest thing. I, I think we, we prepare them to be able to be able to work, um, in, in engineering or, uh, something in the science sector or something in a mathematical, um, field, um, healthcare, um, we prepare them to do all the, uh, to, to be workers and, mm. you know, um, but I don't think it teaches the students how to extend. Okay, let's say you are someone that became a doctor. Yeah, I don't think they prepare you to know how to deal with your finances and how to like build from the salaries that you're getting, um, how to grow your wealth. And I think that's where we're lacking a lot. And, and this is why we continue to have people that, uh, that struggle, that become, um, um, you know, they start using a lot of loans and, they don't know the the uh, they don't know how to obtain different loans and what loans can do to them. And they're not using it appropriately and vice versa. Yeah. So those things are not taught extensively in schools. Um, and so what we are, what we, what our kids get, you know, they get seven hours of schooling that is focused on you becoming a worker, which is not a bad thing, but they don't teach them how to extend that that extend their wealth from that work oh. and from that environment. And I just want to spit a, a few facts, you know, actually 84% of our millionaires actually have college degrees, mm -hmm. right? So that's an important number to note. Mm -hmm. So most of the people that, you know, wound up becoming millionaires do have degrees um, or some kind of trade or so, some kind of certification. Mm -hmm. um, so education is still important and it's still doing what it needs to do. But I think, um, what's impacting a lot of people is understanding the wealth knowledge and it's not shared enough in schools. Mm. So do you think that's by design? That's a good question. I actually <laughs> uh, don't know if it's by design. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I really don't know because I just think that, um, go ahead. That's, that's yeah. what I have heard. I don't, I heard that they keep certain information away from the school by design to mm -hmm. create employees. That's why they tell you, go to college, get a job, work there 30, 40 years, retire. It's a whole system put in place. Now, I don't know if mm -hmm. that's true or not. That's why I asked your opinion on it. But from based off my research, that's that's what I've been hearing like kind of frequently that it's a system in place. You graduate mm -hmm. high school, go to college, get a degree, get you a good job. You know, the American dream, buy a house, work at a company for 30, 40 years, then you retire. So yeah. in between that, we don't even think of, you know what, let me create my own business. Let me be an mm -hmm. entrepreneur. Let me elevate my life beyond this job. We don't even go that far because of what's been taught. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can see why people may think that it's uh, it's designed that way. You know, I, I really don't have enough. I can see why people would think that way. Um, I mean, as far as my opinion, I, I don't know if it's 
fully design it that way. I think there's a lot of valuable tools, you know, being in education that uh, kids can utilize that that can benefit them. Mm-hmm. But I just think that more should be added on there. Um, wealth attainment should be taught. Savings, like teaching kids how to save money, should be taught. You know, um, and not, and they shouldn't be learning these things later on. You know, like I picked up a few things when I, after I graduated and finished school, mm-hmm. around what thirty years old, I, I started to realize, man, I need to start saving my money a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one thing. Uh, I can recommend is yeah we need that that information in school more information about wealth building wealth saving um, retirement all that stuff need to be taught early on mm-hmm. but at the same um, whilst kids are in high school but at the same time um, I think if they're not getting that information um, it it requires students to actually go out and uh, to research to read um, because uh, one of the things about millionaires one of the millionaire habits is that they um, they are extensive readers. Mm. They're constantly learning. They're constantly developing themselves to improve their ability to, to grow their wealth, to expand their knowledge. Man, and that's why I became like a, I'm talking about heavy when it comes to reading. <clears throat> and I used to hate reading. I'm not even going to lie to you. But um, when I got later in my 20s, almost 30, that's when I really started to like bite down on, you know, uh, self-knowledge that's researching man because i was in a spot where yes i have a decent job you know able to make a decent living but i always felt like it was more for me and that's when i really started reading a lot from audio books uh podcasts just just digging into information because i always felt like it was more and that's one of the reasons why i started my own podcast as well because i wanted to put information out there that will help others go from, you know, one level to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. And and I think there's a lot of like misconception of what uh, rich people look like or millionaires look like because of what students and people are exposed to. Um, most millionaires don't uh, blow their cash. You know, mm-hmm. they don't uh, are buying fancy things. They're not doing a lot of the things that we think they are doing. Um, in fact, uh, some of the habits that they're doing, like you mentioned, um, some of the uh, millionaires, 88% of them are like reading 30 minutes a day. Um, they take good care of their health. Um, 86% of them are married. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different things that um, people don't realize that, you know, an actual what an actual millionaire looks like or what a- actual success looks like um, because they're so exposed to the fun parts of it. Um, and, you know, and this is just how our lives is. And, and we have to do a better job of exposing our kids to um, to other things and to other careers. Mm. And another uh, fun fact, you know, that I that I got from listening to that book was a lot of the millionaires are like nine to five workers. They still like <laughs> working a nine to five, you know, as a millionaire. And I was shocked when I heard that. Oh, because yeah, we look sure. at millionaires as like entertainers, football players. We don't look at them as the person that's just walking in Walmart buying, you know, a cart full of groceries. You know, mm-hmm. we we don't see them, you know, as that. Exactly. Man. Whew. So yeah, you're spitting some facts here, and I think it's it's true. Um, 
But, you know, I think what, how do we expose our kids to this knowledge? So I told you about um, uh, reading books and researching and exploring those opportunities. That's one way. Another way is we need people that are successful, that are in different careers, whether they're lawyers, doctors, um, there are handyman, uh, construction workers that are millionaires. Um, they need to come back and showcase um, uh, and expose their knowledge to to the to the masses, because uh, there's a lot of people that are actually doing very well, that are succeeding. Whether it's in those any of those fields that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. um, they need to be able to express that and showcase to those kids that there's other ways you can make you can make money. Um, another thing um, I think is that wealth knowledge. I think more and more needs to be taught. Um, shared with especially with our community on how to save because mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest things i've learned is savings is like the, the the key you know learning how to save uh use less than what you uh use less than what you save right mm-hmm. um and uh and that is one of the ways that you can grow the amount of capital you have so that you can do certain things like investing which is what uh, uh at least 90 percent of uh, millionaires believe is the key to becoming successful. But if you if you don't have any savings and you're not putting your savings into something that can allocate and build your wealth, then you're going to be struggling and working at 9 to 5 for the rest of your life. You use that 9 to 5 to make money, mm. um, to build your capital, to save your capital, so that you can invest it and give it and, and, and let your money work for itself. Um, and if you branch onto some entrepreneurship, um, and you find a business that can generate cash flow for you, then you can continue to extend your business and make even more. Man, I agree with you 100% on that one. And, and I just mm-hmm. believe, man, we got to um, be the example, you know. Yes, I'm still in the trenches like everybody else. I'm still on my 9 to 5. I'm trying to build my business on the side. But mm-hmm. like you said, we need the, uh, the youth to see people that's, you know, um, successful. Instead of, you know, I get success and then, or I become, um, you know, highly successful and I just, you know, hide from everybody else. We shouldn't be doing that. We should mm-hmm. show them that, okay, outside of entertaining and sports or whatever, you still have the guy that's a, like you say, a contractor or a real estate um, investor or whatever that's like, you know, successful as well. Mm-hmm. So by just coming to the light and showing, you know, the masses that, hey, man, you don't have to just do what well, stick to um, sports or entertainment. It's, it's more to it. It's more to being successful. It, it's more to um, creating your, your purpose for life than just that. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing I've learned in my life, um, it was maybe, what, five or six years ago, I was working at this um, high school in South Florida, mm-hmm. and I met uh, two teachers uh, that were multimillionaires. And they blew, they blew my mind. Um, I was like, whoa, how did you, you know, how did you make that happen? And just the, 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 the knowledge that they shared with me um, about savings and how, how to invest and um, putting more and more into your investments uh, is the way that was what they did to become millionaires. And that just blew me away, man, because I was like, dang, like you could, you could actually make a million and, and 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 be a teacher like it just blew my mind and uh and then i met another assistant principal who was working with me 
um, at that time I was not an assistant principal, but he was also a multimillionaire, had two to three million in his bank, and he was retiring early. Mm-hmm. And so um, and he was sharing his knowledge and giving me that insight on what I needed to do. And one of my mentors um, just sold his company for $144 million. Oh, wow. Uh, and, yeah, and this guy, you would never think he was a millionaire. You would never know. But he just sold his company just recently, about six or seven months ago, for $144 million. And the, the three things he told me was, he's like, um, uh, what do you call it? Save more, save more money than what you use, right? Yeah. Than you spend, right? And then he says, uh, build relationships. Like relationships is like number one. You gotta build relationships, meet people, have conversations. Um, and the third piece is, you know, stop trying to live. Uh, a, a life that you don't have right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm. want to build to that life. So uh, you got to work under the trenches. Now this man, you know, never used to spend anything ever was able to buy some property, maybe what, two or $3 million property. You know, he made 144 million. Now he can and, and do the things that he wants to do. And it's still only 1%, less than 1% of what he makes. He's spending right to enjoy the things that he wants. So if you can increase your capital, you can you can be able to have that kind of lifestyle that you expect. And I was listening to a podcast by Vanderchuk, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, Gary V, his name is. And he was saying the same thing, man. One of the biggest things is knowing how to save your money. And then at the same time, is you give yourself a five, five to ten years of doing that to, to, to be able to grow your wealth and, and make something out of yourself. Mm. Oh, and that's another thing, instant gratification. We got to get rid of that right there <laughs> as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you kind of that kind of remind me of a guy named Jamal King. I don't know if you heard of, about him, but mm-hmm. he was a police officer for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And he retired at, I believe it was 41, but he was a millionaire since he was 26 years old. Wow. And stuff like that just inspired me a lot, man, because... Nine times out of ten, if, if you're a millionaire at, at 26, you're going to leave your, your nine to five. <laughs> oh, you, for sure. For you're going sure. to leave your nine to five. Just to see that this guy was, you know, which he said it was bigger than just him. It was, you know, his family. His dad was an officer. Mom was an officer, brother. So mm-hmm. it, it was, um, you know, legacy for him. Yeah. But but stuff like that just in, inspired me, man, because. We, we got to get rid of all that quit your nine to five, you know, to pursue your goals and dreams, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have the capital to do so. Exactly. You know, it, it's okay to build, you know, one yep. step at a time. It's okay. Oh, you yeah, know? for sure. And, and, and we got to get out of that instant gratification stage where I started the business. Now I need to be rich, you know, the next mm-hmm. month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and it's okay to fail, you know, like, I said this before, it's the first attempt at learning. So mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to put yourself out there, but understand that uh, it's it's going to be extremely hard without that capital. And a lot of us don't come with capital. I mean, mm-hmm. um, if you compare, uh, you know, certain uh, racial groups, black race mm-hmm. aren't making, they don't have, uh, what do you call it, savings as much as the other uh, population. So we got to figure out how we can grow it. Uh, grow our wealth to be able to give uh, to be able to invest and do more and um, 
and and I think that's where it starts, at least with our with our community. But again, mm-hmm. none of this is being taught. No, no one is learning how that that is um, important. We are taught to be consumers. We're taught to you know just buy, mm-hmm. buy, buy. You know, uh, and you know, and, and that's impacting uh, some of the decisions that kids are making in the, in this world. Yeah, and we got to get out of that you know crab in the bucket mindset. We should be able to come together, being that we pretty much, you know, last in every category. And if we have a business plan, we should be able to sit down and come up with a way we can come together so it can succeed instead of, nah, I don't want to work with this. Because it's going to take longer if you're trying to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you see different, and I'm not trying to make this into like a race, you know, podcast or whatever, but, you know, the Chinese, they stick together. The Jews, they stick together, and so on and so on. So we got to take that blueprint and, and apply it to ourselves in order to really get ahead in life. For sure, yeah, and, and I, I agree. And one of the things that I've been trying to do is uh, collect or come together with a lot of other investors or people that are interested in learning. So I'm part of an investment group, me, that, uh, with some of my, my close friends, and, and in there, you know, I've, you know, been investing for the last, what, 10 years, um, had some success, I had some failures, of course, and I utilize my experiences to teach others. Um, additionally, uh, I, I went back to school uh, because I wanted to really learn how to truly invest the way that the other people invest. And um, so I went back and got my MBA in financial evaluation and, and evaluation investment management mainly so that I can be more, how you say, have more tools so that I can share with others. And so within my investment group, some uh, it's, it's great to see, like, the conversation that we have. And um, and I, I just made it a mission for myself um, to be able to kind of share those experiences with other people just like me um, that don't have that, that knowledge or weren't given this information when they were younger. And it's really uh, fascinating to see um, the growth and development of the people that I've been working with. Mm. Yeah, that's dope. Okay, uh, Dr. G, we're getting towards the end of the podcast. Sure. Um, I wanted you to leave three tips, if you could, to the youth to help them, to help them um, just think outside the box, which I believe there is no box, but to to just think beyond the norm. You got three tips for me? Yeah. Um, one, you want to leave with passion. Find something that you're passionate about. Um, and just remember that no matter what your passion is, you it's going to require you to put work in. Um, you're going to have to put a lot of work in to, to be successful in anything that you do. Um, and most importantly, whenever you start working, um, there's three things you got to do or a couple of things you got to do. You want to save more money than what you spend. You got to figure out how to save more money than what you spend. Uh, mind your invest. Um, and then you want to in- invest that money. Also, uh, the last piece I can say is keep building your capital. Keep making more money or increasing your, your income so that you can invest more, save more and invest more. So, um, those are a few concepts I can say is, uh, you know, find your passion, be passionate about it, work hard towards it. But the, the main, most important thing out of them all, save your money. 
and I promise you, save your money and invest your money. Let your money work for itself. And in 10 to 15 years, you'll be where you need to be. Man, I greatly appreciate that, man. And again, like I said, Dr. G, I want to thank you for joining me. And um, we got to do it again. All right, sir. Great All talking right, to now. you. All right, thank you for inviting me. Well, no problem. All right. Woo! Yeah, let's be great. Hey, let nothing get up in your way. Starts right now. I mean today. Go all out and don't delay. Yeah, yeah. Dedication, wealth, and health ain't no mistaking. Hey, greatness is a lifelong journey, not a destination. Lonzy Power the Third. He's here to help you. Yeah, that's true. Talking development, talking investment. Grow to be the best version of you. Let's be great. Time to see success. You can tell the competition that you up next. I know the haters are probably gonna be upset. Cause we about to level up, homie. We ain't done yet. Let's go. Wanna be the best and you ain't never settling. Just need the information. You ready to give you everything. Uh, I got the connection you all deserve. This is Lonzy, power the third. This is for everyone. I mean all us. You ready to win and I know you ready to boss up. You ain't got a delay. Weekend a weekday. Ain't nothing stopping you. It's time to be great. Let's be great. Hey, let's be great. It's time to see success. Let's be great.